Hey everyone, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back. Now before the break, we introduced our first ever guest here on the podcast for the spring semester, author, mentor, and entrepreneur Q Alexander. We also briefed you on the 14th Annual Women Who Leads Conference, Valentine's Day, and Minute Mentoring. We also spoke about one of the favorite months of the, uh, one of our favorite months of the year, Black History Month, um, and the Black News publications and Instagrams you should be following before February is up, as well as the collective. And now, we're going to get right into the nitty-gritty with Q Alexander and her autobiographical titled, Dangerous Intentions, Mouthful of Lies. But first, Q, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Quinice, but everybody calls me Q for some reason. I don't know. A lot of people mess my name up. They add a T in there. They're like Quantrice. I'm like, what? (laughs) Just call me Q. It's okay. So I don't don't mind that. Um, I was born here in Miami, Florida. Um, My family background is Trinidadian. Okay. Um, I was trying to guess. Yeah. 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 Where are you from? But yeah. So, um, and I just love, I'm so serious about my business. You know, I'm very, very focused on the things that I'm doing. I love helping people. I love inspiring people. I love positive energy. That's so important to me. So when I met you, Amanda, it was amazing. You know, I was like, I'm looking forward to connecting and now meeting you as well. It's just awesome. (laughs) So happy to be here. Um, I also have a fun side. I'm going to tell you, I'm a serial prankster. Okay. I'm a serial prankster. I do have this man voice that I do. I don't know if I'm going to get y'all right now. I'm like, oh, surprised. Like, the voice. But, okay. yeah, and, and, and people look at me and it's so unexpected, so that makes it even more funny. Okay. So, but yeah, I'm all about having a good time. And then when it comes down to business, I take it very seriously. Well, I'm excited to see the fun side of oh, you. Yeah, right after sure. we get through, you know, the, the, the more serious yeah. part. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but I do know that Vanessa actually had a, a question to kind of kick us off. So, yeah. yeah so, cue from the title, Dangerous Intentions, Mouthful of Lies. This is such a vivid title to you. So, tell us more about the inspiration behind the title and even the particular photo that you chose to display on the cover. Yeah, that actually happened. I was sitting at my desk at work one day and um, I had already started writing and um like the dangerous intentions you know came into my mind because obviously the intentions of the individuals were not uh genuine um and then something was missing from it like I needed something else and I remember a mouthful of lies just popped into my head and I kept repeating it that's it dangerous (laughs) intentions mouthful of lies and to be honest I self-published so it was very challenging um although I had been writing in my journal for years it's very different you when you decide to, to mm-hmm, okay. turn around and write a book. That's a whole right. book. Right. And the company that was assisting me, they were supposed to help with the editing, help with the cover, and they were just dropping the ball. And I wow. said, man, you guys are a team. I'm mm-hmm. one person. How yeah. am I getting this right? And you guys keep on messing up. But that's how determined I am. It mm-hmm. just 
pushed me to just figure it out. So I figured out how to do the editing and making sure it was wow. all good. You know? Because I was not going to come out with a book. Right. And I would read reviews from, like, other books and stuff and right. familiarize myself. And I'm looking at some of the comments, and they're like, yeah, that was an okay book. But, um, yeah, they have a lot of grammatical errors. And I said, I was using my book. And so I'm very, very detailed. I will mm. go over something just to make sure that it's good. So I'm glad that, you know, everything worked out with the cover. Um, I used to do, like, some modeling work before. Okay. So that was taken in a theme room. I think it may have been the Japanese theme room or something. Okay. And um, that picture just kind of popped in my head. I saw black and white, and then I said, okay, the letters have to pop since it's a black mm-hmm. and white cover, mm-hmm. and I saw red, and I just created it in this little wow. Photoshop thing myself, mm-hmm. and I sent oh, it over to them. That's where Photoshop was. Yeah. yeah, and I said, okay, this this should be very, very helpful because all you, you guys have everything that I want it to be. Just yeah. go ahead, your team. Fix it up, right. and yeah. then send it over to me, and then that's how that, and I was up 3 o'clock in the morning, it hit me. I'm one of those people, when something comes to me, yeah. I, I can't sleep. I have right. to get it done, and that's, that's how it came about. So. Wow. Dedication. Yeah, exactly. for sure. Quite the journey. Um, A lot of people probably would have gave up after yeah. the first few attempts, yeah. but you went ahead and you did it all yourself, so yeah, that just sure. is a testament. If you can't find people to help you do something, mm-hmm. do it yourself. Right. Um, But... That does take me into the next question, which is pretty much getting now into um, the relationship with Devon, because that is the first person who we meet, and we, mm-hmm. you immediately kind of just take us right into it, how you yeah. guys met at work. Um, so my thing while reading this was that um, in understanding your relationship with Devon or, you know, this this situation you're in with, the, with Devon, because of the certain language that was used, I wasn't sure whether or not... Um, you guys had agreed or were in an agreement to be in a relationship. So, for example, right, the words of choice um, would always kind of alternate and kind of made it a bit confusing to to understand. So I wasn't sure if this was um, just supposed to be a situationship or if there was a, a, a relationship building or folding or if, you know, it was a, a, a friends with benefits that just kind of got a little messy. So could you kind of guide us into helping us understand really where you and Devon stood and mm-hmm. how that whole thing, you know, and went about. That's the thing with that. That's that's why, like, I went so direct. It matches my personality mm-hmm. to show you what I was in right. was so confusing. There was no clarity. But I had conversations with him, and we had conversations before that, um, and if you notice, I take you backwards. I start from yeah, the yeah. we were talking I about started that. backwards because I wrote from the place that I was hurting from at that mm. time, and then it took you backwards to Mark. Mm. Um, but yeah, this person, he was just all over the place. For me, it was simple, like, listen, I knew that I wasn't going to be serious with him as I was with Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't necessarily want that with him, but I felt like, okay, we're adults. It's whatever. We're cool. We like each other. Right. We and just act like a normal out. human being. But right. he, that's the thing, what made it so all over the place, because one minute it's like, you're so special to me, and then the next minute, it's like, oh, whatever, like, you know, he yeah. just would, and that's what was like, it's, why are we going through this? Right, like, what, why are we having problem? relationship problems, that's yeah. relationship when it's not, yeah, okay. so that's why it comes off that way, because I wanted you to feel exactly like mm-hmm. what I was going through, where it's like, okay, one day we're here, the next day it's this, the next day, and it was just a whole bunch Roll of, poster. that was so unnecessary. That makes sense, now, yeah. that leads me to my next question, right, which is, then how do we understand, or what do you guys think now? This is yeah. like, you know, kind of like a everyone kind of puts their opinion to this, but how do we then try to get 
a guy to understand if we're just trying to have a friends with benefits situation, what does that look like? What does that entail? What are the boundaries or the confines within that that would label that as a friends with benefit? And how do you keep it as that, right? How do you keep then a relationship, vice versa? Because what's the opposite of that is a solid relationship. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? What are the confines for that? And how do you, again, understand that if you're doing this with, with this person, that they too understand that this is what, what we're, we're doing. doing. Yeah, how, to be on the same yeah. page. How do you guys, like, what do you think, Vanessa? How how does two parties understand that that is what's happening if they're, you know, within those realms? I think it's just having boundaries. So just being clear, like, when you first meet the person, like, hey, this is what I want, and you let me know what you want. Mm, and just being clear yes. so that, there wouldn't be any confusion and you just going like this, honestly. So mm-hmm. just clarity and just being with someone or getting to know that person. If like, do they truly want to be in this? Like, mm-hmm. what are your intentions in getting in this? Can I trust you? You know, so right. some of those questions to ask and just honestly boundaries as well. So I definitely agree with communication because yeah. I think oftentimes, and I know I've gotten myself in this situation as well. I mm-hmm. wouldn't clearly communicate, I guess. Yes. Uh, what I wanted initially. So I'm going mm. in, especially if I'm really liking a guy. And that's the reason why I'm yeah. a strong advocate of dating. Don't just date one guy. Date multiple guys. <laughs> <laughs> because if you are just putting all, it's like putting all your eggs in one basket, like the same mm-hmm. goes, right? Then, God forbid that a basket falls, your eggs yeah. are done. So I've had to learn that, you know, I'm putting all my eggs in one basket, in a basket that probably is not even sturdy. Here I am thinking, it is strong and it can carry my eggs. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's not... It's not that basket. So it's just learning yeah. that, you know, communicate, like yeah. have that conversation before. And, yeah. you know, if that is something that you both are, are doing, then understand like, okay, I know that I can do this. Can you do this? Mm. You know, um, and that goes for friends with benefits or relationships. Because yeah. situationships, I had a really good friend who was in one. It just tends to get a little too. It's a hot mess. Yeah, like, right? Do, yeah. Don't you agree? Or do yeah. you feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what what I also feel, even with the communication, mm-hmm. there has to be a level of maturity with right. most people. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a person, I need, I need to communicate. I like clarity. Right. Like, there's yeah. no reason for us to be going all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, if you don't want this, I'm good. If right. you do, I'm good. Right. And I also realized, especially with him, it was like a control thing. So mm-hmm. where he's seeing that, okay, I'm accepting. If this is not what you want, let mm-hmm. me go. Right. Mm-hmm. When he sees that, he was pulling me back. He right. did not want this. Like, he was like, wait a minute. Like, no, I, it has to be on his terms. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, it's, it's also with that. Like, someone has to be mature enough, can't mm-hmm. be sitting there pretending that they're someone that they're not. Like, right. you have to be open and honest um, mm-hmm. on both sides, and then that, sure. that will alleviate so much confusion, unnecessary drama, yes, and hurt. Well, very true. And since you touched on that controlling aspect yes. that he did have, um, you know, he was indeed... Uh, Devon from, you know, what we read, very controlling. He would yeah. try to control you emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, he would control situations that, I guess, weren't going in his favor yeah. right. by acting a certain kind of way mm-hmm. or yeah. doing certain things. Um, so it was very manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to understand, like, how do you now deal with controlling be- uh, or how do you deal with behavior from your partners now? Do you still feel, like, how do you react to that or that sense of control? And how are you, um, if you are, like, aware of it, how do you know the warning signs of it? And if, when you sense that, what's your communication style like when it comes to dealing with that situation? Oh, I don't. I, I, I'm in such a different space in my life, um, especially after I had already made decisions of how I was going to handle things prior right. to going to therapy. And when I did, and she just solidified everything that I was 
doing like to relate to you feel like, like you're answering your own question mm-hmm. like you have you know exactly what you should be doing and mm-hmm. it's like I don't do, I don't entertain that type of behavior whatsoever especially as adults it's just like you should be a decent human being and know how to treat someone and as I mentioned you know think about your mother think about your sister your right. daughter right. like yeah. how would you feel yeah. if they came yeah. to you crying and saying this person treated Same. me this way you would not feel mm-hmm. okay so be mindful yeah. about what you're doing right. in life it's completely uncalled for so when I, I have a very strong intuition we we when you She's said something about mm-hmm. somebody what I realize is when you're feeling it no matter what they're telling mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. no matter they're on the floor begging, pleading, yes. that does not matter. Yes. It's all about what they're showing you and exactly. what you're feeling here because guess what? In the end, they're going to keep on manipulating and telling you what you want to hear. True. And it's going to get to that point where it's going to blow up and you're going to mm-hmm. see, you know what? I should have went along with what it's I was feeling right. and exactly what you're showing me. It just make it make sense. If, right. if what right. they're doing does not make sense right. and you go by what you're seeing and what you're feeling, Go with that. Yes. that. That's what I learned. Don't even try to make sense of their behavior because right. they're unstable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you try to understand the mindset like that, you yeah. will drive yourself crazy. Yeah, yeah, because you have a normal mind. So it, it's good. Yeah, it's going to drive you crazy. Let them be crazy mm-hmm. by themselves mm-hmm. or with someone else, yeah. but disconnect from that type of behavior. So I don't mm-hmm. even deal with it at all. It's beautiful to see that you've evolved from that. So oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. yeah, how you mentioned therapy and how that yeah. got you through it, which yeah. does lead me into my next question, because you had mentioned how you were able to, and I love this part, when you realized, you went to Google, you were searching up, you know, oh. what is going on with this person, you realized he <laughs> was a, a narcissist. textbook <laughs> narcissist, yeah. okay? Like, yeah. you really hit all the lines. Even like, when I was searching mm-hmm. it up, it literally, I was checking it all off, all yeah. the bullet points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to lead into, that That lead me into my next question, which was, have you ever um, considered using other resources like therapy? But you have mentioned that, you know, your therapist helped you to understand that you were answering, you had power within you all along. Yeah. And you were able to answer even your own questions. So mm-hmm. can you... You know, tell us just how much therapy has helped you as far as, you know, realizing that. What other areas of growth have you also seen? It was, oh my gosh, like it, it just felt like because when someone like that is trying to strip you mm. of what they see that's good in you and kind of make you feel, you know, mm. like that you're below them or belittle you. Right. The therapist was able to just pour that goodness back into me oh, because beautiful. I felt like he was, it was draining. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, I mean, Mark was one thing, but this was different. When someone mm-hmm. is like one minute, they're normal, and the next <laughs> minute they're changing, and mm-hmm. then when you try to be normal, it was like, you're doing too much. Like, did you just rehearse and watch something? Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know, because it, it wasn't oh, him. Right. Yeah. It was like, why? You're, you're, you're 50. Like, why are you mm-hmm. doing all of this? And think, but I want people to understand too. Um, it's so easy for people to like sit back, that's on the outside, and judge, and they'll say, "Well, why did you stay so long?" When you're in it, you're looking at it from like different perspectives. Right. He was a good dad, or from what he showed me, right. I, I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was um good in what he did as far as like a manager at work. There were different qualities yeah. that I did like, mm-hmm. so it wasn't just this foolishness that he was carrying on with mm-hmm. but it got to a point where that was just overshadowed that was just too much you right. know and it's like okay you're you're not normal right mm-hmm. there's something wrong exactly. here no normal person to act like this yeah. and he would say to me oh he just feels that it's better if he's just mean to me mm-hmm. um so that i guess we don't get too close i said what why don't you just do what a man should do and yeah. if you can't handle this just say that i don't think that we should you know stay exactly. connected yeah. anymore yeah. And I'll just walk away, mm-hmm. and you can have what, what, no, 
Does that back, not make sense in yeah. your mind? It goes back to that, that like you said, that like him just having that instability. Yeah. You know, to not be able to even rationalize and then communicate yeah, and like I'm not good for you. So yeah. You should do better. Yeah. He doesn't have that capacity. Right. You know to do that, and that's the sad thing. You and then you want to help. You know, because and I and I get I got that feel from you a lot is that you had a really good heart. You were able to yeah. see the different sides of that. Yeah, yeah, you saw the potentiality. But yeah. Unfortunately, you know that that then leads me to like you know the topic of expectations mm-hmm. and how oftentimes we do and this is something I hugely struggle mm-hmm. with as well. Having the expectation for someone, especially someone close to you, to operate a certain way in your life and then mm-hmm. being disappointed when they're unable mm-hmm. to fulfill that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's almost more so unfair for that person, really, mm-hmm. because of the fact that it's like, they, they're probably doing the best they can, given yeah. how they're set up. Yeah. And so you may have want them to do better, but they, they they're can't. Not, yeah, yeah. They can, they're they not can't built do to do better right. or based on things they probably, they probably not even, Right, or they're mm-hmm. not in that space right now yeah. in their lives. So the best thing to do sometimes is like to leave well enough alone. Mm-hmm. Um, that did lead me into, again, expectations and, you know, realizing that, you know, oftentimes, again, because you um, did care for this individual and you did see his potential, you often seem to rationalize some of his beha- uh, dangerous um, behavioral attributes. Yeah. So how has your expectations of a person's behavior behavior now in a relationship changed since being in that type of relationship with this type of person? Yeah, it, it changed a lot. Um, like I said, anytime like if something is unsettling for me, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and keep giving you the benefit of the doubt, you know? Like, right. it, it, it's not happening on my side. Why should I keep accepting it from you? That's a problem for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you are clear on what you want and you say, hey, I like this person, I want to be with this person, shouldn't it, like, go along the lines of treating them with respect and treating them well? So I'm not going to make sense of you if you're acting like something's wrong with you and right. you're disrespecting me, then right. we can't do this. Exactly. And that's, that's how it is now. Like, I will nip it in the bud if I see anything, anything close to that. That's or yeah. Okay, no, okay. Yeah. No, no, I don't want to hear any foolishness. Exactly. I don't want to hear those stories. Oh, come on. Come you know, on. This is my standard on. and you're yeah. not doing that so Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, right. I'm sure it's easy for you to go somewhere else and mm-hmm. play games and there are people who yes. will sit there and accept it and yes. they yes. love to use the line, nobody's perfect. Hmm. Not yeah. It's not about being yeah, perfect. You exactly. just can't even be decent. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. That's not it. And then that person starts to condition their mind well mm-hmm. and make an excuse yes. for everything they that think, they keep doing. Yes. That's no. That's you're not okay. Bring yourself down even more. Exactly. It's going to get worse. Yeah. Right. That's it. I feel like that opens you up. You know, it opens up that portal. Mm-hmm. Once yeah. you ruin your self esteem, right, your mm-hmm. dignity, everything else will crumble after. They yeah. see that, and yeah. they, they will keep, keep making yeah. you weaker exactly. and keep yeah. at it. They see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they know. Right. I, I was reading a little bit, um, uh, I thought I, actually, I think I have it here, a little bit about how, you know, narcissists, they do thrive off of that. And you would think that narcissists yeah. are more so looking for people who might be, like, weaker. Weak, yeah. But not on the contrary, yep. because, again, you're an accomplished woman. You're right. You're the fragrance line. Mm-hmm. You are your big sister of the year. Um, so really, narcissists, they tend mm-hmm. to look for people who are good-natured, who right. are strong-willed, mm-hmm. and who are driven, because they want someone who looks good by their side. Right. You make them look good. Good, exactly. Right? Once they have access to you, they will find what, what makes you tick, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they, that's how they start turning the wheels, getting in your head. So it'll be all smiles in public, then in private, mm-hmm. it's a different story. So absolutely. Yep. It's mm-hmm. a night. It's a, it's a Tyler Perry yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it actually, you know what? Did you guys see the Netflix movie? Of, I was um, hearing about it with 
Halle Berry? Yes, the last a fall from grace. Yeah, I do remember that. Did you see? It actually does have a a huge um, part to do with that. Mm -hmm. The guy that she fell in love with. Now the roles were reversed, right? So she was the older woman. Yeah, and he was the younger Younger. man, and he calmed her completely. That that was was her best friend's five people. That was a, a hot mess. Yeah, it was a hot. I don't want to ruin too much for you, but if anybody else hasn't seen it, but that right there, it just it shows you how you know you can be. And this woman again, she had a beautiful home. She had a job at a bank and was working at the really long time. Mm-hmm. Was trusted and respected. Don't and he, her like just yeah. And she was literally at the point of it was so sad of willing to just like go to jail and be locked up because I I got a feel from her that she felt like she probably deserved all of that. And no one deserves ever to be the victim of someone oh, yeah. who has issues like this ever. Um, so I did want to, you know, continue asking just a few more questions um, to touch up a little bit more on, you know, the whole case with Devon. Um, I noticed that in Chapter 9, when you ended uh, the relationship with him and your old flame, um, well, more so when ending a relationship, um, I realized that, like, you, in utilizing your power and your ability to take control of the situation, I wanted to see, like, how how do you um, go about stating your power? Because you talked a little bit about that. So how do you continue or show in different areas how to assert your power or to, you know, maintain your power in your relationships? Because I feel like this goes along with boundaries. So mm-hmm. how do you do that in your romantic? How do you do that in your platonic? Like, how do you now navigate these? I'm a very strong willed person, mm-hmm. um, but then it's like I have that side. I'm caring by nature. Mm-hmm. What I realized with myself, which I had to stop doing, because I know I'm not one of those in between person people. Mm-hmm. It's either I'm caring or I shut off. Right. Mm-hmm. And because I know when I you get me to that point where I shut off, and there's not like a pullback, you're not gonna be able to get me back. I still was like trying to hold on a little bit to that to still care. Mm-hmm. Because I, I know, like, how I am, so I realized, like, that's what I was doing. But, again, if something is not healthy for mm-hmm. me, I don't want to keep on um, giving any type of leeway. I, yeah. I just, I, I can't do right. it. No more so, energy. Um, a lot of women come up to me and they ask me, how did you, like, stop? How did you just shut it off? And I said, that's one thing with me, too. When I get to a point and I'm so turned off by you, there's mm-hmm. nothing you can say or do. I don't care. Like, I just shut off. But what does that point look like? What's the breaking point? Mm-hmm. How many what times should a woman... Point? Right. Yeah. How many times should, should a woman deal with that? Def- yeah. yeah, what you mm-hmm. talked about a lot, and again, I loved, is that you were so in tune with your intuition. Mm-hmm. Your intuition did not lie from the jump. For right? real? Yeah. Like, I'm like, this! <laughs> yes. yes. But yes. yet, you were very patient. So we've mm-hmm. seen that also, that yeah. patient, caring quality. Right. Um, the flags kept coming, but the patience was still there, right? Yeah. When is enough supposed to be enough? Or, or when, you know, can the mm-hmm. last straw be the last straw? Some people, I have a three strikes you're out rule for right. any situation. Mm-hmm. Certain situations, it's honestly like one strike. But that's mm-hmm. more like like little situations, like it may be class projects. If I feel like this person's giving like one flag, like you just did one thing, yeah. and I'm like, you're not going to be a good, a good group partner. I would like immediately turn around <laughs> and find somebody else. But, you know, for something more serious to me, my three strikes policy is like legit. Mm-hmm. What would yours look like? You know what? Um, well, now it's different. Um, okay. they, I don't even know. It's one, and you might be out. One, like <laughs> depending on halfway, halfway you, know, you like, out. You have to do something. Yeah, no. you out. No. No. Get out. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think again. Um, 
I was just trying to be a little, and you know what? It made it a little harder when someone is in your face because when, mm-hmm. you, when yeah. you work in the With same them. place as someone, right. it's hard to get away. I, I would park in the, I don't know if that part was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Which part? Where uh, we were parked in a garage, mm-hmm. and then when I wasn't speaking to him, he would try to try, park near yeah, me. Yes, yeah, yeah, and it was just like that. he just kept like hoovering around yeah. me. I'm in the, um, I, oh, and how he, I think it was after your birthday. Was it that part where he just kept being in your space and he was trying to be next to you and he was like singing happy birthday? Oh no, even oh. after that, it's like oh. when he when he realized he lost control mm. and it was just like he just kept trying to like sitting in the lobby while I'm like on the lobby. He was there like this, like oh, as he's on the phone and yeah, just like mm. out of nowhere, just trying to be nice and mm-hmm. you know what what he thought and I and this will probably be because I want to turn this into a movie. So I'm looking. Come on, we did say that. Yeah, I was like, this is again, like, I cannot. I'm look so looking forward to that, being able to like be behind the scenes and put yeah. it together. Um, people have asked me, right, am I gonna play myself? I wouldn't mind because I do like. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do more acting. I've Ooh, done a lot of extra work. Okay. If I don't play myself, I do have someone in mind mm-hmm. that you know I would love for her to play me. But um, I think what happened was he turned up at my house. This is after this. Okay. He popped up at my house, wow. and then him and Mark. Was this the reached. first time he popped up? This is house? when I cut him off. After okay. I didn't speak to him for like five months. Okay. okay. This fool pops up, knocks on my door. After us not speaking for five months, I realized Mark also, after not speaking to Mark for about three years, Mark texts me within days of each other. This this happened. Wow. And I'm like, it was so creepy. Like, I went back in my phone, and I was like, realized Mark had called me a couple of days prior. Then he had texted me, apologizing to me for everything he had done. It was just so eerie how that mm-hmm. ended up happening. So yeah. that'll probably just be added, like, mm-hmm. in the movie. And as that suspense moment. Yeah. 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 I can apologize. Yeah. My seat, like, oh, my God. What? It was crazy. <laughs> and then he's just like, and I'm looking, I'm like, because I just woke up from a nap. I'm like, mm-hmm. am I is that really his peanut head? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it really, really was. Like, oh, no. it, it, it was so, all of that is going to come about. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, all of that is going to come about. But, yeah, I don't I don't have time for that. Like, yeah. we are here to enjoy life, you right. know, show each other with respect. Like, yes. all of that is unnecessary. And if you yeah. have anybody, I don't care if it's friends, family mm-hmm. members, a boyfriend, husband, yeah. whatever, like, nobody should be coming into your life disrespecting you and, that's, you know, crossing your boundaries. Like, that's, that's, that's uncalled for. It's yeah. like, no. Wow. Well, I, I believe this does conclude the Devon portion hey. of things. Devon was quite, oh, Devon. Ooh. Devon gave me a headache. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Serious get, uh, headache. <laughs> but now we do want to get into Mark, who is his complete yes. total opposite. Exactly. And From so. flowers, yes. gifts. So, how did you, so knowing that Mark was your first relationship, but this goes back a little bit to Devon, so how did you transition from someone showing you how they felt and giving you the gifts and doing all that to now being in a relationship with Devon who, like, closed off at times? Like, how did you transition from there? Um, the differences with that is that when I looked at it in hindsight with Mm -hmm. Mark, I felt as though, yes, he was doing all of these great things, but I felt he was doing it to blind me mm-hmm. from the truth of what he knew was going to happen. Like, right. he knew that he wasn't doing the necessary work, to be honest, to actually have a future with me. Right. So he mm-hmm. felt like, let me do all of these things to keep her here. Mm-hmm. But it was all about himself, ultimately. I felt mm-hmm. like Mark did not love me um, from his heart. I felt 
like it was like from a need or from a mood or what wasn't working on the other side that he made mm-hmm. me think right. like it was over. And he knows, had he been honest, I would have mm-hmm. never allowed him to, you know, get that close to me and us having that place together and right. us having a car, car. together. Yeah. Like that was, he, it was just a waste. Mm-hmm. And so I remember reading something and it just completely, um, it mentions Mark. It's, it's, it's exactly who he is. There's mm-hmm. three people in your life, three types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, like those who help you in bad times, mm-hmm. those who put you in bad times, mm-hmm. and those who leave you. That's exactly who Mark is. He's mm-hmm. like three in one. So it's just wow. a confusing thing where someone appears, mm-hmm. I love you so much, mm-hmm. outside of my mom and my kids, you're the most important person to me. Mm-hmm. Not only the talking, but being there. When I was sick yeah. in the hospital, he was right. there. In my face, I love you, you know, oh, pushing himself on my back. Yeah, yeah. So that one was a bit different to be like, who, who does this? Who, who mm-hmm. does all of this? And then they actually really don't um, love a person. Mm-hmm. So that was really tough to understand why. Why it's just his character more so and how he mm-hmm. was set up that threw you off. Yeah. Some people can probably have that that quality to them where, mm-hmm. you know, you just meet some people. They're just nice, but you felt so, like, you probably felt the connection. Or you, you're like, maybe... Because, you know, some guys, right, maybe, and women could have this ability too, but mm-hmm. I'm speaking more so, like, with men, they just could be charmers. And you're thinking, ooh, he's okay. just flirting with mm-hmm. me. And really, he was just being nice. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's almost like, damn, then how do, how do you, you navigate that? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, they were, like, this whole time, like, wiped up or whatever. And yeah. Like, yeah. Like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. And then yeah. you feel like, but, you know, it, it's like, no, that's just his character, mm-hmm. how he was set up. So, yeah, yeah it's tricky dealing with. He took it that was just way too far. Like right. you had him had a whole life. Oh no, together. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it was just like and, and I'm and I remember there was a, a few months before it blew up. It's like I remember us sitting down and, and I said to him and I felt it. Yeah. 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 I felt it. And I was like, Why do I feel like you're gonna hurt me? Here you go mm-hmm. acting. Why would I wanna hurt you? you? Well, like, you know you're gonna hurt me. Exactly. You're acting like you're not gonna hurt me. Exactly. It's like calm down, stop. And mm-hmm. then it and then it happened and it's like I I wish I still had that recording, but I don't have the anymore <laughs> when I recorded him mm-hmm. and just wow. to see somebody fall apart in your face yeah. you, you're like this was all a facade he's mm-hmm. broken he's yeah. in pieces yeah. and, you know you're talking all tough and your, mm-hmm. your parents want you to you know leave the mother of your kids your sisters want you to leave like nobody wants you in that situation right. and you mm-hmm. try to talk yourself up like yeah yeah I'm gonna do it it don't like, <laughs> like all over the place and right. then it's like he just fell apart and that goes to show, not only was he manipulating me, he's being manipulated on exactly. that side. Yeah. So it's it like, sounds like it's, he's in yeah. that situation that you normally mm-hmm. would think a woman would be mm-hmm. in, right? Yeah. It happens to men, too. Yeah, yeah. it does. Script, except yeah. with men, it seems like he was really just trying to take ownership of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still try to be like, I'm still... I'm yeah. still... Yeah. And yeah. try to eat yeah. his cake, too. Yeah. Eat the cake. So he tried mm-hmm. to have that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He tried to have best of both worlds. So that was messy. Yeah. It was a lot. So the, the difference was is that I at least felt like with um, Devin, it seemed though it seemed as though like he was. Oh, pronounced Devin. Devin? Not I'm just saying Devon. Me too. <laughs> okay. Devin. Devin. Sorry, Devin, y'all. Not Devon. <laughs> no way. It's okay. Um, but yeah, he was a bit more like honest. Let's say with his situation mm-hmm. that he wasn't living in the same household with anybody, right. and I didn't let him come into my household. That's how I, I changed that. it. Yeah. Because Mark was always in my space. I said, right. no, we're doing this different. Okay. And that was no problem. He would bring me over. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask to meet his mom. He introduced me to his mom. I didn't ask to meet the kids. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing where it was confusing. If we just playing the cool thing, right. why are you why? doing that? Did yeah. you meet anybody in my family? Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. So 
I, I kept everything where I said it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing. And then, um, you know, making sure that they were telling the truth, that yeah, they no. were both divorced. I did look that up. Okay, okay. cool. But, again, it was like I liked the fact that um, Devin was in his own household and okay. had been separated. Mm-hmm. And that was like, okay. Like, yeah. you know, so it's just like little things were a little different. Right. But, again, with Mark, he didn't do the whole nice and mean and nice mm-hmm. and mean, although he was yeah. unstable, ultimately. Yeah. But he wasn't doing what Devin was purposely doing to me. So were that you, was a little uh, different. Sorry, I, I just wanted to know, were you able to see, like, like when did you first realize what Mark was doing with the gifts and the showering you and all that? When did that, when did you start noticing, like, wait a minute? Um, or did you feel like, was it maybe after and reflecting? Because sometimes, like you said, you don't notice um, how the situation is going mm-hmm. while you're in it. In it it's yeah. kind of like being in the eye of the storm, right? Mm-hmm. Or so they say. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, did you see it maybe in the be- in, in, while it was happening? Or was it like in reflection you mm-hmm. noticed that? I just had the feeling. Okay. And then in hindsight, like when everything was coming to an end and then mm-hmm. we tried to have a talk, like we were separating with each other and then he didn't want to. He was like, he would have wanted to go out to dinner. And I'm like, but right. if you're separating, why are we going to dinner? And mm-hmm. he was, when it, this is what irritates me. Mm-hmm. When a man, um, let's say he says that he wants something with <laughs> you, right? And maybe you're not necessarily on board at first, but he's so, again, you mentioned charming and all this stuff. Yeah, and then right. you start to fall for that person, right? So it goes from what he wanted to what you both wanted to now, I'm sorry, I can't give you what you want. Mm-hmm. See, don't don't play those games with me. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's like he started to get a little messy. We're kind of changing stuff and trying to backtrack. Right. And I'm like, this could have been ended a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Why do you take me to this point? Why do we get a place? Why do we get a collapse? Why do we do all of this? Right. You know, yeah. like, if that's where you want to be, mm-hmm. nobody's stopping you. Stay there. Like, but I hate mm-hmm. when someone tries to flip anything and make it seem like you pulled them. I didn't pull you. Right. You asked for this. You mm-hmm. wanted this. It seemed like he was trying to create something he was missing, maybe with the situation that well, he, he had. Like, right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he was, you know. It it's what how I call it a fantasy. Like I was like yeah. his fantasy. Yeah. It was easy for him, and I was the. Uh, I was the calm, and over there was the storm, right. you know, and he got peace right. with me. But I'm no outlet, and you're not going to use me, you understand? Right. Like, if that's where you want to be, make it work. Y'all have conversations, go to therapy. Yeah. And that wasn't happening. It's like exactly. you're just living in chaos, and what are you doing to change it? Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. to be honest, it wasn't, they're, they're both the problem. It wasn't just him. Yeah. They are both the problem, exactly. and they're both toxic for yeah. one another. Yeah. So that's never going to flourish into anything. It's not. Mm, at all. It's not. If you do not deal with the problems, yeah. it's just going to be the same thing over and over it's like and over. Yeah. yeah. It's very true. It's interesting wow. to see those two different toxic oh, dynamics. There isn't mm-hmm. a uniform, uniformity yeah. style of toxicity. Yeah. No. Yeah. It comes in a very form, different and sizes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So mm, it's wow. it's definitely something to keep on the lookout for. But, yeah. you know, um, in your situation, because now it just makes me think of, like, literally, like, you were in that place of being the side, you mm-hmm. know? And so yeah. it's like, to, to be in that spot, 
um, and I know you have you have like a lot of questions too. I just wanted to mm-hmm. kind of get yeah. this out, but to be like in that position, how do you come back from that? Because our our culture and the society today, right? Yeah. They really like to make fun of oh the side piece or the this side, and that. Yeah. But let's be honest. It, it unfortunately a lot of people, both men and women, men yeah. too. You know, I just really want to place emphasis on that. Fall victim to being in that, that role, yeah. and it's not a fun spot. And it's definitely, it, it's damaging and it's hurtful. Mm-hmm. So how did you come out of that too? Because that's, you know. I think the thing with him, it, it didn't even appear that way. That's the mm-hmm. thing because, you know, sometimes people doing things, they're trying to hide it. Right. That wasn't even happening. It was yeah. like, why am, I, mm-hmm. why am I meeting your mom? Why are you like all his friends, hmm. his family, his sisters? Mm-hmm. We would go out everywhere. You mm-hmm. see, we would travel, take me on trips, mm-hmm. like wherever. It, it wasn't just like, all of, it's all of that's why yeah. it, yeah. That's why with his case, I'm, I'm like, in my mind, if someone has something with someone or they mm-hmm. still want something with a person, who allows them to be out yeah. six, seven days? So that's yeah. why his actions made sense with, because there are people who have situations and they have kids with someone yeah. and they are just still living in the same household and they're right. still doing their own thing. That right. does happen. It does. So with him, it was a bit different. And as I mentioned, I think I mentioned in the book where if I was just hearing from him on Tuesday and Thursday, yeah. and he couldn't call me after 8 o'clock. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Right. But the fact is, he was with me more than his own kids. And that's what wow. I was telling him. Sometimes you can go home, mm-hmm. and he would want to be with me. So everything he was saying and doing, for the yeah. most part, it was matching up. Like, I'm wow. his woman. He loves me. So I'm going to say that's where I stand wow. corrected. Because yeah. then it, it didn't become that way. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, any person, even from, like, that point of it, looking on the outside, can see that. Yeah, yeah and it's you, his. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you talked about how your coworkers saw that as well. They oh, thought yeah. that you and him were going to be forever. They're like, who is this man? Yeah, like, opening doors, yeah. opening car doors all the time, mm-hmm. bringing me roses. Sometimes it'll be, you know, a bunch of roses. Mm-hmm. People come up and be like, is it your birthday? No, it's not. It's just a regular day. If he right. saw wow. that I wasn't maybe not happy one day, mm-hmm. he would go right out, bring me roses, yeah. you know, helicopter ride. Mm-hmm. Um, just being that person to would sit on the bench and talk, we would mm-hmm. go to the beach and talk, we'd come home, he always want to cook dinner, baby, I got it, I try to go in the yeah. kitchen, it's okay. Some perfect romantic, yeah, right? Yeah, no. like, baby, I got it, you know, what what you want to drink, and I'll go and clean up after he's done, mm-hmm. so it was, and we had so much fun just laughing yeah. together, making jokes, so it's like, we had the ultimate, like, and we would always say, like, everything is so great, and there's that big hump yeah. in the way, and I'm like, Exactly. And he knew it was complete. I left him in September 2013. Mm-hmm. I think I had given him until December. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't want to, no, I can't. Right. You have mm-hmm. to figure out something. You have to have a conversation with that person mm-hmm. um, and figure out what you're going to do. Like, you're not, he would carry on like a single dad. Mm-hmm. It was just like, he's doing everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but that's their mother. Right. You got you. She has to take on something and, mm-hmm. and help and understand. Do her. God forbid, what if something happens to you? Exactly. Who's gonna care for the kids? Yeah. And it's like he's so afraid to like step up and open mm-hmm. his mouth. Like she emasculated him. Like it's just ridiculous. Step wow. up. That you reminds know? me of a film I did see on Netflix too. It was like, it, it was a black film and it yeah. had like different you know couples, black couples, and yeah. there was a situation where there was a uh, the um these two couples. I mean this couple. The actress was played by Joe Marie, I think, Scott. So she plays Tony from Girlfriends. I don't know yeah, I know her. Mm-hmm. And so she, you know, she was like this part, wild party girl. And, you know, but she had like two kids at home. And mm. she had this great husband who really, really loved her. But he, you know, all his friends would just be like, yo, when are you going to leave this, that woman? Because mm. this movie, I saw it. it was, it's on Netflix. I Isn't think it 35 Kevin Hart? 
she he can't separate. It's like he has three kids mm. instead of two. He can't separate wow. them, and she manipulates him. And it's like, oh, you're not gonna see your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he just falls apart, and she falls apart like silly putty, and then that's it. Right. Wow. So they can have that life. That's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've always appreciated the good that he has done for me. And sadly, mm-hmm. it's like when you mess up that bad in the end, mm-hmm. it pretty much like it takes away from all of that because it doesn't yeah. appear genuine. It's yeah. like, well, I'm just doing what I got to do right. to buy time so she doesn't leave me yeah. and I want to keep her. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to keep them separate and mm-hmm. I don't want to let this go. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah. no. So wow. it's a whole, it's a whole yeah. mess. Mm-hmm. Boy. Like, I, I wanted to say because, you know, she... You know, throughout us talking about the book, she would mm-hmm. just be like, they're Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to blame this on a Caribbean, uh, you know, just Jamaican men. Because yeah. I know yeah, listen, I'm Haitian. Other men. Okay, yeah. so there's yeah. that reputation. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, what I'd like to, to really think is that obviously this isn't just an ethnicity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But overall, it, it can be found in, in, in just different types of men, point blank, period. So mm-hmm. upbringing does have a upbringing. huge role yeah. to play in it mm-hmm. and, I, and I just know that um you know while we were on our way over here talking yeah. we were just saying how it's like you know a lot of times it's the way you're brought up and it's the the norms and the rules that you grow up believing that dictate a lot of times like how you um carry yourself and how you see relationships mm-hmm. so just being mindful of that we may be raised a certain kind of way but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we got to keep those same mm-hmm. things and grow up not questioning or trying to do better because like yeah. you said life is short mm-hmm. so while you're still here like better yourself work on yourself mm-hmm. you know create those boundaries um understand what you li- like get to know yourself spend some time with yourself understand what you like what you don't like um and don't be afraid to just be unapologetic with it like you said if you feel feeling like good. halfway you, it's not working for you bye you know bye. i don't have there's time so, there's so many more mm-hmm. and at the same time do you invest in you you know go after those dreams make those goals happen um just take each day for what it is and focus more so on you first, the you first. I'm like, mm-hmm. how do I do that? Yeah. Be selfish. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I mean, only greatness can come. Selfish in the right yeah. way, of course. Yeah. But, um, you know, and only greatness can come yeah. from that mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. And just to make a point to that about, like, bettering yourself and doing better than maybe what was shown to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me growing up, I didn't have, and still don't have to this day, I didn't grow up with love and encouragement. And mm-hmm. any of that, my mother, mm-hmm. and I, it made me think now, maybe my mom is a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just no, there's no like how a mother's supposed to be nurturing right. and all of those things. Wow. But what did I do? I turned it around. How did I become a mentor? How do I show love mm-hmm. to a little girl that's not even mine, yeah. you know? And I remember when I was younger, I said, I don't ever want a child to feel like this. I want mm-hmm. a child to feel loved, to know that she can have someone to talk to, you know? And that that's what I did. So... Whether you have, you know, an abusive, grew up in an abusive household, mm-hmm. alcoholic, anything like that, you see infidelity all the time. Guess mm-hmm. what? You have to use how it made you feel as yes. your motivation yes. to turn it around instead of using it as an excuse to say, well, this is all I know. That's, yeah. not, that's not good enough. Yeah, that's exactly. not a good enough excuse. So, yeah. No better, do better. And it's exactly. not mm-hmm. that you've done that and yes. you able to take that, flip yeah. that around. That mm-hmm. takes a different amount of strength yeah. and wisdom. Um, and I really do hope that people can take that away, that, like, that same thing that you felt like was a crutch that hurt yeah. you mm-hmm. can actually end up being your strength. No one can take your will away from mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let that do- desire, that fire burn yeah. out. Yeah. And wow. keep it going. Um, yes. But this is where we do come to a close. Yes. You know, we talked about so much. We shared so much. And I just really want to say thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad yeah. I met you. Thank you guys for having me. Mm-hmm. Also, just one last question. Yeah. If 
for our listeners. For our listeners, so if you can go back to your younger self, what advice (laughs) would you give your younger self when it comes to romantic relationships? So if you can go back to this cue, Mm -hmm. what would you give? What advice would you give her? Just stay strong and always follow your intuition. Mm-hmm. Always follow your intuition. If it's something I had from the beginning and it just taught me to, once that moment that I feel it, don't question it, go with it, and move on. Yes. Simple. And that's the best way to deal with it. A word. Period. Okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is real. Trust yourself. I love that. So, as always, we will share events that are happening at the Women's Center on our campus and teach you a few things along the way. Catch us next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.